You know, little by little, there have been these bite-sized reminders, really for myself first and foremost, regarding our beloved Prophet wasallam on a nightly basis. And you find yourself, little by little, at times without even realizing it, sending a few extra salawat on the Prophet here and there throughout your day, throughout your night, while driving, while sitting, while walking, while this, that, or the other. And that's a good sign of a healthy heart. That's a good sign that that heart truly loves the Prophet And tonight we get to uh, the final brief reminder, the final episode as it relates to the seerah, the life of the Prophet which has to do with the death of the Prophet When the Prophet was on his deathbed the final commandment that he gave, the final commandment that he gave was two things was for us to focus on two things. The first one, as-salat, to focus on our prayer. And the second one, وَمَا مَلَكَتْ أَيْمَانُكُمْ That which your right hands possess, which isn't, it's kind of an awkward translation. What does that really mean? That's a whole lecture in and of itself. But what the Prophet is doing, he's reminding us of two things that are symbolic of basically everything else in our lives as Muslims. The first one, your connection with Allah Azza wa Jal. Your connection with your prayer is your connection with Allah Azza wa Jal. The, the prayer of the believer, it's as if that's our mi'raj, symbolically speaking. So five times a day we set aside this time for our appointment with our Lord, with Allah Azza wa Jal, with our Creator, our Sustainer. So it's not just a ritual that we go through, but it's much deeper than that. So the Prophet is reminding us of two things. The first one is spiritual. Prayer And the second one is social. And the Prophet is teaching us ihsan in both, to have excellence in both. So when it comes to prayer, to have ihsan. And then in terms of with people, to have ihsan, not just with people, but what is wa malakat aymanukum, the lowest class of society. The lowest class of society. The Prophet is teaching us with Allah, have ihsan in your prayer. And then with people, don't just have ihsan, with those who are well-to-do, those who are well-off, those who you know, may have a big house and a fancy car, the Prophet is teaching us وسلم, to treat everybody with love and kindness and character, even if socially speaking, they may be the lowest, the lowest on the totem pole, treat them with ihsan as well. So the Prophet is teaching us two things, the spiritual and the social. Aqimu salah wa atu zakah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then in terms of his last words, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what did he say He quoted an ayah from the Qur'an. He quoted a concept mentioned in the Qur'an in Surah An-Nisa. Allah mentions four categories of people. An-Nabiyyin, the Prophets, was Siddiqeen, the truthful, was Shuhada, the martyrs, was Salihin, the righteous. Wahasuna Ulaika Rafiqa. All the way at the end of the life of the of the of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentions this is the this, this is who he wants to join. And the Prophet says what? The highest companion. Allahumma rafiq al-a'la. The highest companion, the highest companion. And then he passed away, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He passed away in the lap of our mother, Aisha, radiallahu anha. Even though he's not with us physically, what do we have? What did the Prophet himself teach us what he's leaving behind? Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He's leaving behind the Qur'an and he's leaving behind the Sunnah. 
And the main thing that is deeply intertwined in both of these, the Qur'an and the Sunnah, is Rahmah. Is Rahmah. If a person is truly connected with the Qur'an, then they should truly be a person of Rahmah, of mercy. If they're truly connected with the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, then naturally over time, they should become more and more merciful, more and more compassionate over time sallallahu We ask Allah to help us to connect with the Qur'an, not just in Ramadan, which is absolutely profoundly beautiful, but we want to keep even a fraction of whatever our Qur'anic habits were during Ramadan. If we can keep a fraction of that going outside of Ramadan, then that's beyond beautiful. Because this is what the Prophet encouraged us to do as best we can within our capacity sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then to also try our best to continue, to continuously learn about the seerah of the Prophet, to continuously learn about the sunnah of the Prophet not just in terms of external sunnah, not just in terms of external things the Prophet taught us and embodied, which is absolutely beautiful, but more importantly, the internal sunnah, the internal practices that the Prophet left behind that he encouraged us to connect with and to embody as best we can, whether it's generosity, whether it's mercy, whether it's kindness, whether it's smiling, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's one thing or another. This is what the Prophet left us with wasallam. And the hope is, if we live it, and I'll conclude with this, if we live it, then maybe there's an ayah in the Qur'an in Surah Jum'ah that describes us as well. You know, the Prophet is way up there, the companions, they're way up there, and we think we're way down here. Which to some extent is true, but even then Allah gives us hope. Again, Quran. But then what does Allah say after that? Is 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 this amazing honor? Was it was it only for the Prophet and the companions around him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Allah gives us hope in the next ayah, and I'll conclude with this. Allah describes those to come after them, but then they're going to catch up with them. And we hope, we, we try our best with prayer and fasting and charity. We do what we can and we ask Allah to accept it. At the end of the day, we're very limited in this regard, but what does Sayyidina Anas teach us? What, what day, what saying did the Prophet mention that really, that really caused them so much joy? The Prophet said what? When, when the man came to him and said, I don't have much in terms of praying and fasting and, and charity, but I love Allah and His Messenger. And the Prophet said, you will be with those whom you love. And this gives us hope. This gives us hope. That we try our best with prayer and fasting and charity. We try our best, may Allah accept it. But then what did the Prophet specify? Did he say, because you pray, then you're going to be with the Messenger. Because you fast... They're very important, very good. But what was the key? What was the master key the Prophet highlighted? You will be with those whom you love. We ask Allah to fill our hearts with love for Allah and His Messenger. We ask Allah to fill our, our hearts with love for His companions. And we ask Allah to accept our efforts. We ask Allah to forgive our mistakes. And we ask Allah to make us from among those who come after them, but then they end up catching up with them. We ask Allah to make all of us and our loved ones from among them. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.